This episode of Wisdom and Wellness is proudly brought to you by Discam Delivered, your on-demand delivery service available on the Discam app. Discam Delivered from us to you on demand. Hello, Wisdom and Wellness family. Welcome to another episode. Today is quite exciting. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> this is not your channel, okay? Can you believe you behave yourself? We are sitting with Manume YouTube. Tanko, yes, Tatarompedi. What's going on, guys? Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm actually really excited. Really? Yeah. Are you I'm nervous? Really excited. Not a little bit. I can see you like visit your hands and proper but i'm always very fidgety like if i do this man's always shaking is it mm. even when you're doing your own videos yeah that's why i don't, I don't hold the camera much because <laughs> just like yeah. i was watching your conversation with your your two friends i think the one is pretty boy pretty boy <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy and you look pretty comfortable yeah, just like yeah. okay look at this guy talking about therapy like it's just <laughs> another thing in his life yeah so shame those those are my two friends Matlady and Lucas they part of my podcast my name is Mike yeah and we've been friends since like first year which is 2015 so with Jeez. them i'm obviously like a little a bit bag, more yeah. yeah a little tequila <laughs> <in your guy. laughs> a little bit. i've got some icebreaker questions for you let's do it okay you ready mm-hmm. where do you make your most money youtube or instagram uh instagram yo i never thought i'd say that yeah instagram what's the most you made on instagram uh like a single post or like yeah, a single post like a single post no just in general what's the most way like you came in and you're just like ha the campaign, like 120, like a campaign. 120. Okay, so yeah. you're rich, rich. No, 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 no. <laughs> Money comes in and comes out just as fast. Yeah. True. The mm. investment is heavy. Second question What's a secret talent that you don't talk about? Uh, I don't say it's a talent because I'm not that good, but I'm quite like. I studied music in high school, so yeah. I played the piano, I was part of the choir, I played the marimba. Choir? Yeah, I can't, I can't sing though. Okay, so what were you doing in the choir? So, so I was head of music like in high school, and it was just a role that I had to do. Oh. But I wasn't like, I was more manager, like management side. Okay. Can you yeah. sing in key or you just like... I can't sing at all, personally. <laughs> I think I can't so sing. So now how are you leading the choir and they you can't me, even give an example? They made me the bass, so the bass is not that hard. No, nope, bass is very hard because like you have to sing the notes. Because <laughs> the bass in it. high school wasn't that hard. <laughs> okay, if you don't sing the the notes right you can just hear it Jay. Yeah. okay last question if you could go back to high school there's yeah. that word you were, i don't know what you they called you in high school this girl told you forgot the word anyway if you could go back to school mm. um would you stick to being the guy girls hang out with and don't date <laughs> <laughs> or you would be the guy who girls don't notice yeah. but you can have one stable girlfriend i think <sighs> Ooh. I think I think the second one with the stable no the first one I'll stick to being the guy everybody knows because that kind of grew my social skills okay but I'd like to also be the guy with one girlfriend because I think I'd be a better boyfriend to future girlfriends if I had started earlier <laughs> I want us to, that make sense? to go in on that <laughs> <laughs> let's go deeper on that what kind of boyfriend are you now uh, no no right now I'm boyfriend of the year like now we yeah, yeah we're a good boyfriend but obviously like back in first year second year Too there was savage. a lot of things that I didn't like that I did like I was okay. I was very like fast to respond. Yeah. I didn't think I wasn't fighting the problem. I was fighting my partner. Okay. Yeah. You're so. excited. I was too excited. It happened. I was yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we. It was our first time meeting. Do you remember how we met? Yes. Yeah. YouTube Black. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how? Like we started talking. Uh, was it after the talk. Before no, the talk. I asked, oh, you asked for, your me food. for my for my yes, food, I asked yes. You for your food. In the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were yes. just sitting there, and um, 
And I'll tell you what. I had Burger King. You had Burger King, yeah. <laughs> you were sitting there and we share something in common. Um, we both have a bit of social anxiety, yeah. right? And so you're sitting there in the bus and I could just see like you're just minding your business and mm. I don't think you want anyone to talk to. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, but now like people are coming in. So I'm like, ah, this guy's got food. Let me go ask him for food. <laughs> and then we started talking and then yeah. I realized you're not like a surface conversationalist. Like when mm. you talk, you actually give a person their, 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 their attention, right? Mm. And that's what I picked up from you. So now my question is, um, have you finally, have you managed or are you managing to operate better in bigger spaces or do you really just prefer to, let me stick to one person, let me find that person and give them my all? Yeah, no, I definitely love the one-on-ones. Like I prefer speaking to one person. But I am getting there with like big groups of people. Yeah. I, I don't want to pop. I want to be there and like now my com- my opinion or my comment doesn't really mean much to people. Yeah, yeah. So I like I'm to myself. Yeah. And then if you want to have a conversation, let's have one. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes it can come off as like you being rude. rude. Especially, especially when people know you. Yeah. A lot of people think I'm rude and like snacks. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not rude. I just don't know how to speak to people. I know. <laughs> we literally, we went um, to like a big event. We're supporting a friend mm. and it was like a big space. And my husband is like good at it. He greets everybody and yeah. talks. And I literally just wanted to hide behind the trees and just <laughs> like, like, how do we do this? I think I think with you, with your husband, it's my brother for me. Uh, so every time I go to social spaces, my brother's there. Okay. And he's there making jokes, speaking to everybody. <laughs> just I'm like, just there like, yeah, like yeah. I'm, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I enjoyed your talk at YouTube Black and you told your story. So mm. I actually want to give you the opportunity to, to tell it. And we'll start by... You finish high school, mm. you go to varsity, Ish. then what? <laughs> go to varsity, I've been told my whole life that I have to be an engineer. So yeah. obviously I enrolled in engineering. I was meant to study mechanical engineering, but mm. then I enrolled for... So smart. Yeah, I was <laughs> always just, just enough, yeah. not enough. <laughs> I was meant to do mechanical engineering and then I didn't apply for the wrong thing. So okay. I got into computer Wait, engineering. How did you apply for the wrong thing? I don't know, but they said that I clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> So okay. my dad found out, he was like, what? <laughs> what kind of mistake is that? <laughs> what kind of mistake is that? Yeah. So now we get there and I can't actually go into mechanical because it's too full, so I can't change over. So I'm forced to do computer engineering for six months. Eventually I transfer and I'm finally doing mechanical, very happy. Pretty much failed like 40% of everything I was doing. Like, <laughs> failed all the maths modules, supplementary exams, summer schools. And then the second year started, then I started like progressing a bit, yeah. starting to fail a little bit less. Yeah. But I still wasn't very happy. Then I changed to industrial and systems engineering. Yeah. Then from there, I started passing. Like I was back to being like an A student. Now. It was good now. A student? Uh, second year, a, engineering. A, no, no, this is like third year. A-ish. Jeez, A-ish. even B- worse. Third, third year. <laughs> but it was more different because industrial and systems is more like business and like how oh, to make things better, okay. process improvements. So it aligned with the way I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then from there, I started doing YouTube around that time. Fast track, end of the year, and it's time to find jobs. I applied for a job at a bank, got a, got the job at the bank. Mm. But I wanted to be a full-time YouTuber because it was so much fun. And I really loved vlogging, storytelling. And you know how much you're about to earn. Yeah. And I know how much. I think my, as can I say the bank's name? Yeah. I think it was F&B. Yeah. And the, the grad program was about like, they offered me like 35 to 40K in a month. And you're probably what? How old? Like 21? Yeah, I'm like 22. Damn. I'm 22 or 23. And then now there's YouTube and this AdSense of like <laughs> 1.5 a month, <laughs> 2.5 a yeah. month. But I'm really happy doing it and the brand deals Jeez. are making sense. So I made the decision about like November, like, okay, I'm going to be a YouTuber. Like October, I'm going to be a YouTuber, I'm going to do it. And then I got YouTube Black and then that just solidified ah, everything. And ah. I said, you know, with YouTube Black, I'm definitely going to go. This is not it. long ago. This is last year. Year before no, last. No, 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 this is two years ago. So Yeah, the year before last. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, 2021, I think. 
Yeah. I've been I've been out of school for two. This is my third year out of school, so it's been two years out of school. So you never ever went to your traditional job. Never. I've never had a job. Like I've never had nine to five. I've never worked. I've done like vacation work aligned with my degree okay. in December. Yeah. But I've never had a job. Sure. It's always just been side hustles and now YouTube. Do you, if you could go back, would you, would you still, would you still go through? doing your degree or would you rather have gone into the creative space or studied something more creative immediately yeah and i definitely still stuck with my degree i think i've done everything that i went through like failing computer mechanical all the different degrees because it just gave me something different that most creatives don't have i think it made me very like strategic and this is a business business, but then you can have fun and obviously showcase that so definitely still have my degree i wouldn't go back and do like film or anything like that but i do want to study film you, you still want to go study? Form. Yeah, I know, I know. But like okay. something different. Okay. But like a year course. You don't feel like YouTube is doing enough? No, I think I can... teaching you? It is doing a lot. Yeah. But then there's just some things where I think in a certain setting I'd like excel. But I can actually understand setting. why you would do it because I look at your YouTube channel and mm. like I was just trying to study it. And for you, it feels... For me, when I go on your channel, it feels more like a... What can I call it? Like an, uh, uh, a... a, a a channel mm, because you yeah. use it more for producing your work, directing your work. So mm. it's not just like, ah, this is me, follow me, this is what I yeah. do. But it's more so you're producing these shows, you're directing these shows, and you're coming I don't up know, with I don't have a niche. I don't have a niche. You don't? Do you, do you not think that's a problem? I think it's a huge problem because <laughs> okay. like people, subs- like I've got like five, six different segments of different types of shows. Like it's the reality show, speed dating show, my vlogs, my mini reality show, Oof. my own like type of different types of vlogs two podcasts two podcasts yeah and then now people subscribe for the podcast now i'm posting vlogs and they're like huh now youtube is they're like your subscribers aren't coming back to watch your content because everything i'm doing is seasonal so it's it's a big it's a big i I mean i don't think it's a big problem i think as time goes and as you do more of it it will Mm. narrow down and you'll find what you need to focus on i think it's better to do actually do that because there you kind of find your gift and in all of it you kind of narrow down that okay this is this is what i'm interested in and and your your audience gets what i'm hoping that's what i'm hoping i need to find my thing soon because i'm tired of just being all over the place no but it's fine i don't think so i don't think you need the pressure of having to find your thing i think you're doing well Thank I think you. you're doing well. Thank yeah. You. Tell me about your dad. How's your relationship my with dad. your dad? Yeah, shame. He raised me. <laughs> like, <laughs> my dad was a, he was a prison dad. He was he was a big like inspiration of mine and like everything I did. Like yeah. he was studying accounting. I wanted to become an accountant. He's business minded. I want to also have like businesses and like excel my businesses. Very strict, firm, petty man. So you can tell. <laughs> yeah, he's very, very petty. Like it's either if you do things right and yeah. his way. You get like he says, "Well done." He's proud of you. Yeah. Make one small mistake; it's like the subject matter every single time you have dinner, every time you see him. No, so you end up that's a lot him. of pressure. A lot of pressure. Yeah. Like I think I heard the first "I'm proud of you" from my dad like recently, like maybe like less than a year ago. In your whole life. My or... whole life. Yeah, my whole life. So he's a very firm man. Like wow. getting a compliment from him, like it means a lot. Did you cry? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I called, I called my voice. I'm like, guys, he finally said it. <laughs> he said, I'm proud of you. It. I called my brother. My brother was like, what? I, I haven't got that yet. I'm like, hey, man. I'm not yeah. the same. So, yeah. Very loving man. Very strict man. Very smart man. He went to yeah. Harvard. He studied quite a bit. Yeah. yeah do you think that's why there's the... Is it? Do, do you feel like it's pressure or do you feel like it's love? With my dad, it's definitely all love. Like, okay. I think we we decoded it like last week because my brother and he's his friend. Last week, yeah. <laughs> Because we were like, let's put ourselves in like our, our dad's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like he's just gotten married. He's had a firstborn son. He's been living his life like this. 
now his life is changing and mm. now he's got kids and he has to raise them. Now his kids are failing. He's taking them to the best schools. He's sacrificing so much. Mm. So imagine all that pressure, all that stress that he's going through. Yeah. Obviously, as kids, we, we don't know how to receive it. But yeah. like last week, we were like, yo. That's love. That's love. And he's been trying so hard and he's just wanted the best for us our whole lives. Yeah. Like, even though we we're like, yo, he's got toxic traits. Like, he's just been trying, you yeah. know? Yeah. So we kind of like all forgave him last week in that little session. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That happened recently. I mean, I, I wanted to touch on that because you talk about your dad a lot. And mm. um, so I have a younger brother and an older brother and I've looked at their relationship. I have a good relationship with my dad, um, mm. but my dad's not like at all. I mean, I think our dads are from a different generation where like their love is here are the opportunities. Yes. Um, That's the best thing to do. Yeah, best yeah. thing to do. Discipline. Mm -hmm. But my dad's softening up now. But I look at his relationship with my brothers versus with me. And my brother's still very young. And for him, it still feels like, oh, dad, this That's uh, hard. It's just too hard. Yeah. So how do you think that affected your relationship um, with, with him. him growing up? Yeah, shame. So that's the thing. I think he was being really hard because he knows that like the real world is hard. Yeah. So it's like rather I'm hard with you now than than later. Yeah. But it made me like in times it made me resent him. It made me sure. not want to be in spaces with him. Uh, he worked pretty far. He was working in Eastern Cape, so he'd be gone Monday to Friday. Friday he'd come back, and I'd pretty much run to my room and try yeah. like avoid him just yeah. to like be alone. Because I was like, yo, I'm going to get another lecture or another talk about something. Or he's going to tell me how this is bad. This is the best thing mm -hmm. to do. So I'd always try to avoid him. But as I grew older, I started understanding him more and more bit yeah. by bit. Yeah. yeah. So to dads listening, don't be too hard. Like, <laughs> be, if you're hard, tell them why you're yeah. being so hard. Yeah, that would, be, that would lead up to my next question. As a, as a dad, what would you take from him? If, when you become a dad, yeah. what would you take um, from the way that he raised you? And what would you slightly um adjust adjust Shame, i think the importance of like work ethic yeah that's very important i think i'd implement that with my kids but i think i'd, I'd have more conversations with my kids and try yeah. and understand what my kids want to do and what they don't want to do yeah so it's like as a parent i think he thought he had to be very firm like that's what you that's what you do a kid can't have an opinion because mm -hmm. you're a kid but i think with me in the future my kids to have opinions to so say oh papa i like this i actually don't like that or i actually prefer like strawberry yogurt over vanilla yogurt yeah. or i want to play piano because I think it sounds cool or whatever you know what I'm saying so I think I definitely would have more conversations with my kids yeah. and hear them out yeah. you know and give yeah. them a safe space like how was your day Yeah. so when the future comes like now I'm 26 uh, in March and my parents are trying so hard to like engage with me and like yeah. have conversations but I'm like we've never done that yeah, before now like, it's hard. yeah now it's hard and yeah. like so I'm started quite young with my kids. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think we, I mean, you, you, you're very vocal about therapy as well, and I'm sure mm. therapy is teaching you this. That um, I actually learned this last year during a therapy session, and I defend my parents a lot mm. because I, my parents love me, and yeah. I know that, and it was evident. And and so I think throughout that session, I'm defending my parents without yeah. noticing that I'm doing it. And she said, you know. It's okay to um, to love your parents, to respect them, and still be mad at them, oh, and then wow, forgive yeah. them. Yeah, and that was so freeing because in allowing that angle of where I felt like, oh, they could have done better, I I allowed myself to to have empathy, like you say, understand mm. where he comes from, why mm. they make these decisions, and how we got to this specific place, and then it's easier to forgive and. Like you say, now it's time. Now they want to have those dinner conversations. Yeah. Then it becomes easy. Like you, you sort of have to lead the yeah, way. Yeah, you lead the way, and you understand that it's okay. Yeah. Like this morning, my mom called me, and I was like, "Usually, it's a quick call. Yeah. Hey, what's happening? What, what you go to this thing? Yes, no. And I'm like, "Mom, how are you? How are you doing? Like, <laughs> how's work? 
It was for her. She was like, "I'm fine. What's wrong? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what's happening? Are you sick?" Then I'm like, "No, I'm just checking if you're good." She's like, oh, "Okay, cool. I'm oh. good. Thanks, boy. Are you good?" Then I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. So I think you're right. It is up to us to teach them as well. Like, yeah. This is how we do things now. Like, yeah. It, it, it's it's awkward. It's it's really hard in the beginning. Mm. And uh, funny enough, in during December, I asked my parents for like a nice um for Christmas instead of just eating away and just laughing mm. like whatever I asked can we actually just have a conversation let's sure. let's reflect on the year let's talk <laughs> about what's bothering who so, it didn't, didn't happen. happen no <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen because my grandparents are there and my uncle and it just became a very like busy time yeah. but then beginning of the year we had like a family situation um based off communication my mom says I actually see why you wanted to have that dinner like it's so necessary like Mm. we need to get past that line of discomfort and Mm. start having those those conversations like Mm. that i didn't like what you did yeah Yeah. in 1999 (laughs) yeah and he gets to apologize and if he doesn't it's 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 okay okay. yeah Yeah, i think it's very important to make an effort now yeah yeah otherwise like family just I think it's anticipated if we don't. Yeah, and also yeah. we don't want surface relationships. Yeah. We want deeper, meaningful relationships. 100%. When was your first therapy session? How did you get so acquainted with therapy? And yeah. um, why do you talk about mental health so much? Yeah. So I've actually only been to therapy like once and I tried again a second time. What? Yeah. Really? Serious, yeah. So on on that the podcast you're referencing, that episode was speaking about therapy because one of our friends wanted to try. Ah. First time I went, I absolutely hated it. I felt like I was being gaslit the whole time. No, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, when you tell someone your feelings and they're like, no, that's wrong. That's not how you should be feeling. Then I was okay. like, that's not what they said therapy is like. <laughs> Don't like this. So I waited again like six months. And then from there, I realized that I actually don't like being so vulnerable with the person. Mm-hmm. So I started journaling and being vulnerable with myself. So like my therapy for me is like I journal pretty much like once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Speak about the week, what made me happy, what made me sad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's my form of like prayer because my mom is very religious mm. so with me I, growing up I always struggled with being religious and believing in God mm-hmm. and I was like no like I understand how like God is working it's all for this purpose like it's a strategy to to check in with yourself mm-hmm. so I always check in with myself mm-hmm. obviously like my mom then spoke to me and explained to me about faith still like fought with her for a while and then eventually I got into faith okay and now I believe in God and everything is like let's stay there why were you fighting with her with faith uh, I went to a Catholic school. So I went to a Catholic ah. school for all boys, and I felt like it was being shoved down our throats. Very. Yeah. In primary school, I grew up in Lumpopo. It was very chill. Like, we used to go to church every Sunday. It was a community. It made sense. It was yeah. family. We prayed with purpose. But now, with like uh, in high school, it's like you have to say this prayer, mm. and they don't explain to you what the prayer kind of means. Mm. So I felt like this was like military where you have to do these things, and I don't That's understand what religion why. does versus spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very anti it. My mom was always trying. She always be praying. She always prayed with purpose. Yeah. Like she prayed and she prays in, in Stwana. Prays with purpose. It makes sense. Mm. It's based on the week. It's based on what's, what's what's coming. And that always showed me that, okay, cool. She's low-key just like in a therapy session. Herself. Like <laughs> yeah. She's speaking to God. Low-key. And then she's got all those weights on her shoulder and she's just giving it to God. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds really nice. Like I want to give God what's on my shoulders. Yeah. So I started understanding and giving God what's on my shoulders and writing yeah. Stuff, yeah, I actually like that you mentioned that because, I mean, I think since COVID, there's a lot of go to therapy and an emphasis on mental health, which is mm. really, really good. Mm. <clears throat> but like you said, therapy isn't the only answer. It's for not. some, it works. It works for me. I believe in therapy. Mm. Um, but like for you, you found an outlet through just writing things mm. down. Do writing you, and speaking to God, yeah. Do you feel like it's enough or do you sometimes feel like, uh 
maybe there's there's more or I need another feeling? Like, do you ever feel like it's enough? Or do no. you just trust the process? No, so like nine times out of ten, I feel like it's not enough. Okay. But it's like it does what it has to do in that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And then like as the days go, I understand why I channeled because it kind of motivates me to like continue my week. Yeah. Or to forget things that happened the previous week. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's enough, but it is working for me like on a week to week basis. I do crave like uh, more. I yeah. do crave more understanding of myself, more understanding of my purpose. Yeah. And I think I need to find a way to actually get that. What is that? I want to... I do crave more understanding of my purpose. Do you not feel like you are living in your purpose? Firstly, what is your definition of purpose? Mm, purpose. It's what's... Oh, that's such a tricky question. It it's, is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it think, is. Think about it. Um, I definitely say it's what makes you happy, like in your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month. And what's, it's what makes you happy and what you could be doing for enjoyment for, for yourself and for the people around you. It's yeah. like what's good for your community, what's good for you. Like, how are you contributing towards society, contributing towards the people that you love? Because mm-hmm. they feel like we're on earth and it's like, it's, it's finishing. <laughs> so, like, let's yeah. have as much fun as we can. Like, yeah, yeah. If we've got people around us, let's build a strong community. So I'm trying to find my purpose in life, yeah. Like, what Do am I said to you? Do you feel like you're living in your purpose? Because I look at you and I'm just like, this guy knows what he's... I mean, obviously, we all have moments where we're like, what the hell am what I am doing? I doing? Mm. But I look at you and what you just described, um, you look like you enjoy your work. Mm. I saw you go on stage um, at the YouTube Black and you stood out for me and you came alive. And I was inspired to go look at my <laughs> story again. And that's exactly what you described, that I'm enjoying doing this. And while enjoying doing this, I'm still serving other people. Yeah. True. I think it's I think it's a it's a trait of mine that I've actually like identified quite some time ago and I'm still working on it. Mm. Because of how hard my dad was. It's like as much as even if you can find your purpose or how hard life has been, even if you can find your purpose, sometimes it's not sometimes you don't see it. Mm. Or, or because you know you have to do more, you don't feel like it's enough. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of moments where I'm like, wow, I'm proud of you, Tato. Like you're doing really well. Yeah. But it's like, what's the next step? Like yeah. we need to keep going. Like yeah. this can't be the end. Relatable. The yeah. I had a dinner with a friend on Monday and I was preparing for a shoot, um, big exciting shoot. Mm. And I said to her, um, I can't find that feeling of like being proud. It feels like sure. I'm about to go tick another list, another, yeah, box. another box. And I don't want to like live like that anymore because it's it's yeah. it's not fun anymore. Like you just become an overachiever who just gets things done and yeah. gets things done and you just It's not nice. <laughs> and then once those things are done, it's like you live in like, what's next? Like I'm yeah. not doing anything now. Like, I see with me, like, I'll be doing things that are putting me in, like, extreme emotions. Like, so yeah. much fun. It's challenging. This is, like, different. And then from there, I do them. And it's amazing. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll be like, okay, cool, what's next? Then I stop. Like, I have, like, three days off. And yeah. I'll just be like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, like, I'm wasting like, my I'm life. I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Like, I need to go shoot a podcast. Like, I need to plan something. Like, yeah. what am I doing? So yeah. I struggle with sitting still. Yeah. 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 Which is why I think I'm still trying to find my purpose. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I guess I'm finding something in common with us and looking at my childhood as well i felt like i felt like my parents had very high expectations of me mm. i think being a firstborn and yeah. um, in school when you achieve it's a, it's almost as if the more you achieve the more re- they realize ah you can do, you can do this <laughs> let's push the bar even yeah. more and um to a certain extent it's good i think it's helped me but then we have to f- we mm. have to find it in ourselves to be to be content yeah um and to be okay with not doing the next thing, which nah, is not nah, really going to happen. <laughs> well, we can try. <laughs> we can try. <laughs> but more than anything, if we can't achieve that, we should at least try and celebrate and enjoy mm. what we've done. Mm. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. What's, when's the last time you, you actually celebrated? And was it intentional or 
it just happened. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. I used to celebrate a lot. Like, I used to really? love celebrating. Yeah, I used to celebrate my YouTube milestones. So, like, when I hit 20,000 subscribers, 50K, 100K, it was a party. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very lit exclusive party. Like, yeah. just friends and family. But, like, now I'm seeing, I stopped counting, like, my subscribers because I think I'm waiting to celebrate. I think my mindset, like, I'm waiting to celebrate, like, the next successful business that I do. Mm. So, I think I'm, I'm on pause with the celebrations until I find my feet in terms of like having sustainable businesses running yeah. based on what I've built. Have you I'm ever doing. looked at your subscribers as people? Mm. Because I, I'll be like, oh, we've got 165,000 subscribers or 200,000 subscribers. And my husband would say 200,000 people. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that perspective. No. Yeah. A good yeah, it's a good perspective. Because <laughs> you're just yeah. like, uh, that was 25,000 people, people who sat down and, and yeah. watched and 50 I've of never... them. Can you imagine being in a big hall and there's 25,000 people who've decided they are coming yeah. and then 50 of them give feedback in real time? Sure. That's crazy, yeah. I've never had that perspective we before. Should. We should. It's perspective. I should, yeah. Yeah. This should be beautiful. You just recently mentioned that you're going back to the gym and yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. back to... Exercising. Exercising. Time to fetch our bodies. You fetch our bodies. <laughs> um, I want to talk about your relationship with your with your body and only mm. because you've been vulnerable about it. Yes, yes. Growing yes. up, um, you were the, the fat kid, yeah. right? And you talk about your school uniform, how... Mm. Your blazer was your safety. It's my crutch. That's your, <laughs> that's your, that's your safety, your crutch, and you kept your, what's your jelly beans? Yeah, sour jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear about that experience growing up as mm. a as a teenage boy and how that felt like living in that body on a daily basis. Yeah. Damn, you know, it's crazy. It was very overwhelming. Like, I think... Um, so growing up, like my siblings were both like very, very skinny. Like mm. my dad was quite fit because he exercised. My brother was quite skinny. My sister was quite skinny. So I was always like compared to them. Ah. So it wasn't nice. Like I kind of hated like waking up every day because it's like you'd wake up, you'd be fine until you find a mirror. And it's like, mm. boom. It's like, damn, that's how I look. Yeah. You go to the mall as a kid, like even from, I remember like primary school, like I think grade six. You're at the mall, you're happy with your family. Yeah. And someone comes out, she's like, hey man, what do you eat? And then I'm sure. like, huh? Like I, yeah. I eat like spaghetti and then some pot. <laughs> like, no, but what are you eating to make your body look like that? Sure. I'm still like, yo. Jeez. Aren't you like to be an adult? <laughs> I'm a kid. You get yeah. me? So those things were like, they, they sure. weren't nice. And then because of those constant comments mm. happening from family, family functions, I hated like being outside. Which is why, if I think about it now, I think that's why maybe I might have social anxiety. Yeah. Or I, like I used to have like a form of social anxiety because when I step outside, there'd be some sort of conversation about how I look mm. and how people perceive me. Sure. So it made me socializing very difficult. It made me enjoying my days very difficult. This is now enjoying every single day. Every single day. Yeah. I, I, I think I can say it like every single day. Like it wasn't sure. a once a week thing. Every single day I wake up and I just be like, yo, I hate how I look. Sure. I've got man boobs. I've got a stomach. Like... I've got like feminine features. Like yeah. I've got like big thighs. I've got like a big bunda. And a big <laughs> what? A, a big bunda. It's <laughs> like a bunda. big bum. <laughs> okay. Slang, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I just, I just wouldn't be happy with how I looked. And I'd be so sad all the time. Yeah. Until like maybe grade nine, ten. But mom was like, okay, cool. You seem sad. Like, here's a diet. Here's a what, what. Let's mm. try, let's try, let's try. I lost a lot of weight. I think I was banting. I'm like grade 10. Probably 15. What? Banting. Yeah. Like I know no, I've heard of it. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, it's yeah. a new science, but like to no, get no, did it clean, like yeah. yeah. Uh no carbs, like high fat diet. Yeah. Yeah. Lost like twenty something kgs. Lost a lot of weight. Sure. But I lost it 
very fast and yeah, very unhealthy. So like within a year, it came back swinging and like Times three. you gave me like a yeah. university campus and I just gained all this weight from first year. And then I think around like third year, I just accepted that, okay, cool, this is how I look. Yeah. This is who I am. It's okay. And then I started telling myself that I have to actively like make a decision of working on it myself. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to be sad. Yeah. I think even in my podcast, I was even saying when you were referring to, I was like, yo, like in life, like you have control. So yeah. why not take control of this thing if it makes you sad, like in a couple of hours? Yeah. So when I'm taking control. Like my diet has changed quite drastically, exercising. And I'm telling myself that as long as I just keep doing some sort of effort, at least yeah. every two, three days, I should be good. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, Tell me about sports. Were you able to play sports? In yeah. School? So, yeah. So I played rugby. Yeah. So my, okay. sc- my, my, my school sports was compulsory. So oh, I played rugby and I played basketball. Yeah. But I remember like, during PE, we used, to, we used to have to swim. Yeah. So I used to say I can't swim when I could swim. Jeez. So I decided to take off my T-shirt and then I'll just play like with a soccer ball or something. Oh, man. Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't nice. Yeah. Even when I used to run, like during athletics, like when you run, obviously as a big guy, like your man boobs are moving, your stomach is moving. Yeah. And I used to be like, yo, I want to I go do a high jump because everyone's going to be staring at me yeah. and looking at me and like It takes away jokes. so much from... From childhood. Childhood. And yeah. it's, it's sad because not only do you experience that in school... Mm. But you experience that with family, with yeah. adults. And yeah. and when you talk about it and be like, no, stop bullying or stop speaking of people's weight, it feels like you're being overly sensitive. But yeah. like listening to you tell it back how this thing affects your everyday life. It affects yeah. your activity as a child. It affects your upbringing. Yeah. And it even affects like drastic measures like banting and losing 20 kilograms only yeah. to bring it back Don't on. To bring it back on, yeah. Sure. Even like just being like, even like having like values like family. Like for me, like I want to be in a room with my family because a comment's going to come through. Sure. I want to visit my grandparents because they're going to comment about how I've gained weight like yeah. these past couple of months. So it stops a lot. It kind of restricts quite a bit. How would you have rather been treated? I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. I think, I, th- I think it's very important that people that are close to me, yeah. family, comment on like my weight because... You think it's important that they do? I think it is important that you do because okay. I mean, if you become an unhealthy person, you can yeah. get a lot of diseases, you yeah. can fall sick and it's not good for you. Yeah. I just, I don't know if I would say the way they said it okay. or what maybe my parents or family could do to assist in how like my unhealthy habits were like. And I think, I always think that like, you know, <sighs> parents could obviously contribute a little bit more towards what I was intaking, but they just wanted the best for me and for me to be happy. Yeah. So I can't even be like, they weren't trying. They were trying to give me what I wanted. Yeah. So I always think like, hmm, How would it could rather be better? Be? Yeah, because I mean, we want to be educated because there's a lot of families who are who have these situations yeah. where there's, there's the child who looks different from everybody else. And, yeah. and most times, I think from family, comments come from, like you say, concern. Concern like We want the love. best from you. But... Maybe it doesn't always come out. Yeah. Like, what's the best way to to, say to, to actually say, I hey? Know. I think there should always only be family and close friends. I think yeah. everyone else should never comment. Not even close friends. Unless you tell them. Close, thing. like close, close, close friends. Like yeah, my like, best friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. family. Otherwise, external entities shouldn't comment on each other's weight. Yeah. I think that's weird. Yeah. How do you find your confidence? Because you seem pretty confident. I yeah. Think, in fact, you are very confident. Uh, uh, oh, you've learned to be confident. I think I've learned to be confident. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but I can't say I'm confident. Yeah. I don't get intimidated anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. I was, I was my dad. Everything was my dad. I was with my I dad it. once. I think I was in grade 11. And I was working for his company, like, during school holidays. And I had to go on site because it was, like, a construction company. And then my dad saw an interaction with me and somebody else. Mm. And this guy was like, hey. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And I was like, 
raised up my hand quite quickly and then I shook his hand and I was like, next time you see somebody, I want you to be cool, calm and collected. Mm -hmm. You stand firm, you take out your hand very slowly, then you give them a firm handshake. Yeah. And you always think before you speak, you must always be calm and collected. Yeah. So from sure. that day, I was like, yo, everything I do must be like calm and collected. Slow. must be <laughs> slow. So every time yeah. I see you, I'll be like, <laughs> in slow motion because of what you said. Yeah. But also like, I think I'd have to really like, thank my past relationships. Like there's certain goals who've given me a lot of confidence. Like I think, my first girlfriend in university or second girlfriend in university, she was just like, bro, you look, you're amazing. You look perfect. Like, yeah. Like the way you are. Like yeah. I love these things about you. So yeah. hearing that from that partner was really it's nice. It's affirming. It's yeah. affirming. And it just gave me, okay, cool. I'm not that bad. Yeah, I just like, okay. I look nice. <laughs> like, you know, maybe I do look nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny how you say about your dad saying you have to slow down. <laughs> I like these little threads um, on, on Twitter. The only reason I'm on Twitter. There's yeah. these threads um, like on how to be muscular, how to make money by 45. <laughs> they silly, but they I mean, silly, they've yeah. got some good stuff. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's always there in the threads is, Always, and this one specifically for men, always mm. speak slower. Yeah. <laughs> because when you're just jumpy and quick, it's just like, okay. Mm. It's hard to hear what you're saying. It's hard to hear what you're saying. And it I shows a lack fast. of, uh, no, but not really. But yeah. I mean, like what you're saying with the example of just, ah, it's yeah. like, okay. I used to be like, okay, I'm trying to think how I used to speak. I used to play this, even speak to my speak. That's how I used to speak. Like, but I was, uh, uh, oh, really? yeah. And then everyone always says sorry. Yeah, so, and, like, and you get tired of the sorry. And then it's not nice. Also, then you feel like then you just keep quiet. Yeah, I'm just like, like ah. I'm not good enough, Kelly. <laughs> Why am I even? I have speaking? to say everything twice. Yeah. No, no, thank you. How did you find the confidence to pick up a camera? Uh, did you think about how people would talk about you, how they'd perceive you, or by that time you were just like, hey, look, I'm just doing my thing. Mm. It's crazy. Like I've never actually had like anxiety or fear when I picked up a camera like I think that's why I love YouTube so much like when yeah. I picked up the camera I was always like okay cool this is fun this let's is, go yeah and just speak to the camera so I've never been like yo what are they gonna say yeah. what's gonna happen yeah who's gonna see this will it get views I've never had that mindset ever yeah yeah geez lucky you yeah. um you did a show um one of your reality shows that oh, yeah. trended I YouTube then yeah um and there was obviously a whole lot of a whole comments. lot of lots, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. Um, and you probably caught some smoke. Yeah, a lot of smoke. How did you deal caught with it? Was it? Did you sit there like, ah, we're killing this, or was it? No, we've got some work to do. Yeah, it was the second the second thing you said. So with the show, it's meant to come out every Thursday or every Tuesday yeah. for like a good month. Yeah. So now because of everything happening, I fast tracked it because I was so anxious. So. I was like, I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of all the tweets. I'm tired of trending. I'm tired of everything. I don't care about the views anymore. I don't care about the show anymore. I'm just going to fast track it. So I ended up posting it every three days. Sure. Like I posted it within seven days instead of posting over a month. Because I, I wanted it to finish. Because I was like, what did I do? What's happening? Did I make a mistake? I'm so overwhelmed. This is just too much. And I was like, nah, I want this thing to finish. Yeah. So like, obviously after two, three weeks of drama, people forget. Yeah. So I can go back to normal. Because <laughs> I hate it. I hate yeah, it so much. Yeah, that was not fun. It wasn't fun, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got the views. <laughs> you got yeah. the AdSense. It was yeah. nice end of the month. But <laughs> the anxiety yeah. is, yeah. What did you learn? What was your biggest takeaway from that experience? I think I need to remove myself from like in my emotions when I create a project. Impossible. Yeah. Like, I can tell you now. With the show, I shouldn't have fast tracked it. I should have just let it happen the way it's meant to happen, even if it's good or bad or whatever. I think I should need to remove my emotions. Cause like now if you're too emotion if you're too emotional, if you're like the comments on Twitter are getting to you, it's just gonna mess with the brain. So I wish I was just I wish I scripted the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on paper. On paper, it makes sense to remove your emotions. Yeah. Right? Um, it makes sense, obviously. Mm. Sounds easy, even. It sounds easy, <laughs> but 
your whole essence, your emotions are what makes your things work. Mm, that's true. I, I like to speak about it that the very same thing that makes me brilliant is the very same thing that is almost detrimental. Do you know? And yeah. life, you kind of just like have to figure that out. It's like a yin and yang. It's like a balance. Yeah. yeah. How was the support from YouTube Black? Amazing. What did you do with the money? Because it's got a lot of Amazing. money. Amazing, yeah. We, we, we went the same year. I was the first. You were the second class, no? I was the second class. Yeah, I was yeah. the first class. Okay, so I still yeah. got more money. So. Yeah, but your yeah, money you was still good. Yeah, it's still good. You got, you got a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was really good. So for me, it gave me a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. Like you create videos on YouTube, and now YouTube is saying, out of 110 people in the world, want yeah. to help you. Sure. So for me, it gave me confidence. Like, okay, cool. I'm doing the right thing. Um, the money helped me quite a bit. Helped mm-hmm. me fund my sh- helped me fund my shows. So my first, the first, my first show, looking for Jolo, I use YouTube Black Money for that show. All of it. No, 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 not all of it. Oh, no, no okay. ways. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> okay. like 10 percent, 5 percent, not okay. a lot. Yeah, I probably yeah. So I used it for that show. And then that show did while it trended and then they made some AdSense. Mm-hmm. And I used that AdSense to fund the second show. Mm-hmm. So now I've removed myself from the YouTube black money. Like now I'm using the money that I've made from the first show. Mm-hmm. So make season one, make season two, make season three. Mm-hmm. They're funding each other. Then from there, I was like, no, nah, I need something different, something new, man. So I came up with the reality show I YouTube then. So I used the money from the third season and the second season because I, I like saving to then Wait, fund. When do you buy stuff for yourself? Uh... <laughs> With your, your I do, other money. I, I do, but like, I used to waste my money. I used to actually crack court a lot. Oh, like okay. Activities and fun stuff. Okay, yeah. clubs. Yeah, I used I was always heavy in the club culture last year. <laughs> yeah. Don't club anymore. Yeah. And just traveling without purpose. Like, just traveling to go. <laughs> just because you can. Just because I could, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, so then, then I funded our YouTube then with that money. Yeah. So for a long time, for like, I think a good 11 months, I only used my YouTube like money once. Sure. For the looking from Jolo. Then from there, because the shows were doing well, because my following was good enough, I was getting a lot of brand deals. Mm. So I probably made like three times what the YouTube money gave me. So I didn't use my YouTube black money at all until the first time and then COVID times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I was making enough money that where I didn't need to actually pull the YouTube black funds money. Uh, but because I had that money, it gave me confidence to make decisions which helped me make other money. I'm yeah, like, like it, yeah, it gave you like confidence. Yeah. You've got a bit of an edge. Yeah. Like got I've got it. money, let me go make a risk and then yeah. oh that risk worked out. You made me more money. Make another risk. If I was failed, would you go back to asking for a job from the bank? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I'm I don't think I feel qualified enough anymore <laughs> yeah. to like go work like i'd have to do a lot of learning yeah i think if all things fail, i'd find like i'd become a dp i'd, yeah. I'd become behind the scenes okay i'd maybe become entrepreneurial like i'd go like sell bricks or something like okay. brick making or <laughs> some sort of like hustle yeah somewhere else but i wouldn't go use my degree no yeah. like for a nine to five no. okay so now a lot of people obviously want to get in the creative space mm. um and there's a lot of room actually a lot in of the space creator. there's a lot of room and I, I don't think people have that Confidence. What do you say to people who want to start that YouTube channel but have don't have numbers or yeah. want to not take the job yeah. but there's no actual security? Yeah, I, I was I was actually thinking like brainstorming this morning about a project. I think it's so important for people to stop like trying to go into. I know this might sound weird. Trying to go into like lifestyle and just vlogging and like what seems to be cool on YouTube, what everyone else is doing. There's so many powerful niches out there, which 
which people could do. Yeah. So like, forget about not having the cameras and stuff. I use the phone for two years. Use your phone, use what you have. Yeah. Focus on the sound. If you're really worried about quality, that's the most important thing, the sound. Yep. So use another phone to record the sound. And then from there, pick a, a niche which you have associated some sort of passion with. So if you love swimming or if you love pools or if you love like gardening, like create videos about gardening. Yeah. These are the top five things to garden like better. Yeah, yeah. Or like this is how you get your grass extra green. And you'll be surprised with the views. Because <laughs> but how are you going to get videos for the whole year? I'm sure, Every I'm week sure, on grass. I think, I think I could do it. You could. I think I could I'm do it. I'm challenging you. Uh, I'm not going to accept the challenge, but I could, I could do it. <laughs> every day, every week. Once a week, I'm pretty sure you, you can Once speak about. Once a week, about, and how, how long is the video? 10 minutes. And you you speak. can speak about, I can t- speak about the types of grass, mm-hmm. how do you get different, uh, you can speak the types of grass, the history of grass, <laughs> the, um, of grass. The, the grass with different seasons, how do you get this type of trimming, okay. you, can speak, four, manure, five, you can speak episodes. about you can speak about, you can do a lot, it's like yeah. how to grow your grass organically without, you, you can do a lot. Yeah, this yeah. is an actual masterclass for someone <laughs> out there because, I, I mean, people think all there is is beauty, like you said, yeah. beauty, lifestyle, lifestyle vlog, but travel. there's stuff people are interested in and then there's people who do pranks um yeah. i've been challenged to do a prank but it's just it's just um, i don't know i don't think i'm that funny too yeah pranks are hard and it's like is it worth it on my relationship <laughs> like <laughs> have you had bad experience with pranks yeah oh uh, nah not really not i think the people that i date are very light-hearted so when i prank them they... wait and also how do you now draw the line because <laughs> now if i'm gonna date you now yeah. must be worried you're gonna prank That's me do you, do you ask for permission do you, do you put everyone, it on the table on the, <laughs> in the first or what i think everyone has different strategies like a lot of the pranks in africa are fake so like they tell their partners like yo oh, so we're sad. doing today yeah and then the other ones is like hey how would you feel about pranks like, i wouldn't mind okay cool let's get into it so i think if you're gonna go into pranking like ask your girlfriend or your partner like for consent yeah and before, then, yeah, yeah and yeah. wait two weeks and then prank them what's the best prank you've done uh, the best prank I've done was on Balipi and Tabi. These two each was from Botswana. Mm-hmm. So they were my friends, came to my house. And then from there, I said, a new cleaner coming. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I said, guys, we have to prank the cleaner and be mean to the cleaner. Okay. So the cleaner comes and then we're all being, they're all being mean to her. They're dropping eggs on the floor, <laughs> dropping water. But then the cleaner the whole time has been one of their favorite YouTubers, Gugretin Yansumba. So then, like, oh, they weren't actually pranking Kina. I was pranking them, thinking they're pranking somebody. Oh, gosh. And then Google revealed that it was her. And they were like, oh, damn, Google. Oh, jeez. We love you. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Did they die of laughter? Was it funny? Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. Sure, really guys. Funny. So, okay, I guess the trick with pranks is that let it actually be a prank. Let it be a prank. Don't, don't prepare people yeah. and say it's a prank. And let it be also nice. Like, let the ending be nice. Yeah, you know? let it be fun. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather not. There was a time where I think the prank of... Was it food? Mm. We had to drink drinks or like mm. some sort of Do drink. like nasty or something. Yeah, nasty drinks. And we mm. were challenged. Like the, I think it was during lockdown where all these challenges were happening. And we were, yeah, I was just like, nah. <laughs> Did you do it? Nah, 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 nah. nah. I'm, I don't know. I'm too boring for that. I'm just, I get that. Yeah, no, I take things way too seriously. But maybe one day I'll, I'll yeah. get into it. So what's your plans for the next year, <laughs> next five years? Yeah. I was just doing my one year plan like okay. last night. Uh I want to get into travel. Like, I've been, I've been traveling quite a bit. But I want to travel with a purpose. Like, I want to go to different cities in Limpopo and check if they're dead or they're alive. How's their tourism? And also tell people stories within those cities. Mm, so, on Sunday, sure. I'm traveling to Limpopo, where, like, the province I come from. And I'm going to, like, deep within the rural areas. And there's this guy who was in prison for, like, 15 years. Yeah. And then now he just, like, smokes weed and then he works really hard. So, I want to tell his story. Yeah. And then go to Polokwane and check. Is Polokwane, like, a dead city? What's happening there? Yeah. Like, how's the business side? So I was going to go to cities, like interview people that are contributing towards the city, yeah. black businesses, people with crazy stories. 
and then just try showcases. Sure, that's incredible. I love the story of the guy who's now what he's yeah. doing incredible things and he just yeah, yeah. smokes weed and does incredible yeah. things. <laughs> oh, it's it's interesting. It's always nice to find out, especially for someone who's been in jail, because it's easy to just put a stamp and yeah. decide this is the person until you find out why they got into a situation. Mm. I don't know if I'm allowed to share it, but Brendan will edit it if if I'm not allowed to. Mm. He was telling me his dad's a pastor mm. and we were t- talking about stealing. And the one time his dad actually stole, he stole medication because his mom was sick. Mm. So now imagine if he had gotten caught and went to jail and yeah. and, and, and he's now a convict. But you never understand. What's the reason what's why the reason people behind? do? And it's not to, to say people should do bad things, but it's just... I think as hum- as humans, we just need a little bit of empathy. I listened mm. to, I think a psychologist I was reading that when you're on survival mode, there's no room for empathy. Yeah. There's no room for empathy. There's no room for thinking about other people. And so if you're on survival mode and you need to eat, you'll do anything you to, need eat. To, to eat. And yeah. we, we, you just don't get that on the other side of privilege. That's so true. You just really don't get it. Very true. Tell me about why, if you're comfortable, why your dad yeah. said he was proud of you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I think the whole time I've always spoken to my dad about like YouTube and like I'm doing this video. Yeah. This is the next thing. So I told him like a business idea that I'm doing within uh, YouTube. Then he said, okay, cool. Now you're thinking about how you make it sustainable. I'm proud of you. Let me know how yeah. it goes. Yeah. So I think he was just proud of the fact that like I'm thinking for the future. For the future. Because he calls me like, he calls me. <laughs> so you know Mr. Video, do you remember Mr. Video? Who's Mr. That? Video, where you used to rent out videos when we were like... Oh, yes, Mr. Video. Yes, Mr. yes, yes, video. yes, yes, yes. So he, this is what he says to me. Do you remember Mr. Video? I'm like, yeah, I know Mr. Video. He's like, you used to love Mr. Video. I'm like, yeah, I used to love Mr. Video. He's like, what did you do? I'm like, no, I used to rent movies and like watch movies, get games. He's like, yeah, you're Mr. Video. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, Mr. Video doesn't exist right now. YouTube is hot right now. You're like a soccer player. Ooh. We know what's happening in the next five, ten years. Do you want to be Mr. Video? <laughs> then I'm still like, yeah. <laughs> so I think him hearing that like I'm trying to find businesses yeah. and things within YouTube to make it like long term yeah. made him proud. Jeez, that's something for all of us to think about in whatever mm. industry we're in. That yeah. we can't just think of now. There's don't like, be Mr. Video. No, don't be Mr. <laughs> Video. But anyway, we're getting to our wall of wisdom. Mm. One word, one quote, or scripture um, that you live by. Yeah, give me time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a quote because I don't know many scriptures. Okay. Um, okay, cool. I think it says it takes. It takes a fa- it takes a village to raise. What's this? It takes a village to raise a kid. Yeah. So that's like a saying that we heard. It takes a village to raise a kid. And then my boys and I were speaking about like how we want to contribute to society. And we were saying that like let's add on to that quote. Like it takes a village to raise a kid, mm-hmm. but it's up to the kid to come back and uplift the village. Ah. That's one thing that we like. And like so yeah. we always say that like whatever we do, like no matter how hard we work, we have to go back to our village and then pour back Isn't into that? our village because they're important to us. That's incredible. Okay, one. Three podcasts or books yeah. that are contributing greatly towards you. Yeah. <laughs> All my books are so technical. Okay. <laughs> uh, so okay. there's a book. It's like how to make are money. Are you a reader? Not really. Okay. My dad like is a reader. So yeah. I must. You can't lead if you don't read. <laughs> I'm with him on that one. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's, I forget the title, but it's how to, make prop, how to make money in property in South Africa or how to make prop, money in property. Um, That's so hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> Another one is like it's like a management book. I yeah. can't remember the name. It's like how to manage. Yeah. Another one is like um how to lead and be a leader in your industry. Okay. Yeah. And podcasts, do you listen to podcasts? Not I actually don't. You just listen I, to yours. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to many podcasts and I can't say yours because I'm yeah. here. But um no, I don't listen to any podcasts, I can't lie. I think it's called Shits and Giggles. I listen to them on like short form. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's cool. All right. And then um you're gonna complete the sentence. Yeah. A wise woman once said. Like clean your room. 
that's like, your mother. Yeah, it's my mom and it's my girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you clean your room? <laughs> your do. girlfriend is still. If your mom she, had to say it your whole life, and your girlfriend is still saying it. What is my, wrong okay, with you? My mom. I'm sorry. My girlfriend. She said it like I stopped. Like I'm one of the cleanest people right now. Is it? Yeah. No, I actually watched a video, one of your first videos. Oh, it was a rewind to your first video. Yeah. And I'm like, why doesn't he close his cupboards? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the first. Uh. I'm like, why wouldn't you just close your cupboards? <laughs> and that takes one second. Takes one, and that I hadn't taken a shower. It's my first YouTube video. I hadn't taken a shower. I was very excited, like, yo, I'm going to be a YouTuber. So you just woke this. up and just yeah. like, let's do this. YouTubers are watching real, so I want to be real too. This is me. This is how I look. <laughs> like, no, you're just dirty. <laughs> and my girlfriend at the time was like, make the bed, close the cover. I'm like, no, I need to be real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real, though. It's not real. It's it's not real. But you know what? Oksalayo, you put out that video yeah. <laughs> and it started your life out. Definitely. Yeah. But man, thank you so much. Your, your story is absolutely incredible. And I think um, my intent for bringing you on is to just share... Um, almost a journey of someone who continues to choose passion mm. and you don't always have it figured out. And I love that you're very mm. honest about saying, I'm still figuring it out. Mm. Um, actually, while we're there, you just introduced uh, memberships. Yeah, I just introduced channel memberships. So I do a lot of shows, like a reality show. Yeah. I do speed dating shows and just like mini reality shows about my life. And it's hard to get enough production budget to yeah. shoot them. So I've launched channel memberships for people to subscribe, to be a part of the journey. So we're going to create the shows together. You get to choose the cast members, the series we go to, how it looks, storylines. So yeah, it's just for people to help me find the shows and yeah. for them to be a part of the whole yeah. process. And it's what, 59 rand a month? 59 rand a month, And yeah. you don't, it's month month to month. You don't have to, it's not reoccurring, That's right? Not reoccurring. You have to choose every time. Uh, yes. 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 You have to choose every. Yes, time. I tend to be corrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think so. But here's something I feel like you should add to memberships when mm-hmm. you when you get a chance. I think teaching the business behind um, creating because I That's think beautiful. you've got such a passion for for business as mm. much as you do for creating and mm. strategy and all of that. And that's what a lot of people do. Mm. Or maybe do consultations on your membership because that's I what a, a lot of a lot of creators need strategy because mm. you get the most brilliant creators but you, there's no strategy, no strategy and it's you know? Mr. Video. Mm. And we don't want Mr. Videos. <laughs> no Mr. Videos. <laughs> no Mr. Videos, but thank you so much for taking your time thank and you sharing me. your journey with me. This was nice. It felt like a therapy session. Did it? <laughs> yeah. I saw your eyes getting teary. Yeah, a couple times. What did you let it out? No, no, no. I was just like, I wanted to ask him, like, are you crying? Like, nah, let the man be, let the man be. It's the lights. <laughs> the lights. Lights of bright. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is nice. Run out of your favorites from Discam? Shop all your Discam essentials on Discam Delivered for delivery in just 60 minutes. Discam Delivered, from us to you on demand.